<laughs> did you see the or or read or see anything about the heat game last night uh i just saw that they were i mean basically tweets i saw people being like oh my god look at the score like all the time the shit was spectacular uh, were, were there like okay i mean i i haven't so yeah i kind of have that's all i know is like tweets about the score so was somebody injured on Houston's side like what the hell all of their pride uh they all should have <laughs> sat out the game from fucking injured pride <laughs> yeah they're that's um i mean that's a shame but uh uh what happened Whew. oh man like um <laughs> It was it was just a rough start, man. Like off top, uh, for for Houston, like the the Heat were doing all these back cuts and shit, and the Rockets didn't really have any answer, like defensively. And Jimmy Butler was guarding Harden, so that that's pretty challenging for Harden. And so he had some of the things Jimmy Butler was doing was like, um kind of making Harden have to give up the ball. And it almost seemed like every time Westbrook got the ball at that point, they don't really have a plan. It didn't really feel like they had a plan. So like he would get the ball in like some fucked up scenario and then try to do something with it. And he would like, it would end up in like PJ Tucker's hands with like three seconds left and like two heat guys running at him. Like, okay. uh, Okay. Like the the Rockets had played Washington recently, and they fucking let Washington score 168 points. I, I did see that, yeah, and they only beat them by a point. They so. beat them by one point, yeah. And uh, Harden dropped 59. Um, so this is kind of similar to that game, except if the Wizards could play defense, like, um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah, I mean, the the Heat were just firing away and uh, their offense was flowing real nice. And the the Rockets didn't have an answer for it defensively. Uh, w- w- but on the other hand, the Heat actually were playing really h- tough defense. So um, that's how you end up being down by 41 points. Like the, f- the fucking Rockets are like they're like a they're like a. Uh... They're like you ever seen a car that's like revving really loud, like revving really high, but like going like only a few miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're they're like they're 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 getting to where they have to go. It's just gonna take them a while, I guess. I, I don't know. They're just fucking uh they're just parked and they're revving the engine. They're not even <laughs> yeah. just parked outside the stadium. Uh, it's just, um, at first I thought you were going to say, uh, that, uh, you said, you said Miami was just doing all these backdoor cuts and Houston just wasn't having it. And I was like, oh wow, that's all it takes. Like that's all it takes to be Houston. (laughs) They're going to go like, oh, and 82. Yeah, dude, it was, it just, they didn't have the defense for it, uh, for that matchup. Plus, um, they kept doing lineups without a traditional center. And I feel like, you know, it's uh, it's like, oh, like, make them adjust to you. Like, don't you know what I mean? Like that kind of stubborn mentality. Sure. Where I well, think, that, that works sometimes. But yeah. Yeah. I think maybe in D'Antoni's mind that if he kept putting like PJ Tucker in at center, that yeah. eventually Myers Leonard, who was playing center for the Heat, would have to, you know, uh, he would get played off the court or something and Spo would have to adjust. 
but it was really the opposite that held true. Like uh, Myers Leonard had one of his best professional games of his life because he, every time he got the ball near the rim, there was just a bunch of little guys all around him. Oh, geez. Ugh. I mean, um, yeah. Once that starts happening, you have to sort of you know make an adjustment like quick. You know what I mean? But hmm. yeah. And um, Harden still had 29, but uh, a lot of it was getting to the free throw line. Like um, his actual shooting numbers besides free throws were terrible from where it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got Westbrook with a plus minus of negative 41. Fucking, I think it's one of the lowest plus minuses ever recorded in a game. It's like the I mean, third how, lowest or some shit. I mean, how do you go from a guy who like... Oh, no, minus 46. I'm sorry. Minus 46? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> um, I mean, how do you go from like a guy who averaged a triple-double and got an MVP award for it to like somebody who's getting who's plus minus 46 in a game? I mean, I guess everybody has bad games, but that just seems like a huge discrepancy. I, I didn't think that uh, he was not my pick for MVP that year. Like, but I think he does deserve, you know, that consideration and stuff. It's tough to ignore. It's tough to ignore averaging a triple double. It's really exactly exactly that he puts uh, he puts you in a tricky situation because uh, he's got those triple doubles, you know, and averaging a triple double for a season, like something we never thought we'd see in our life. So difficult. Yeah, it's like a relic of the past and like Oscar Robinson and all that. This Mm -hmm. motherfucker's done it like twice in a row now. Right. Um. He's. I think he's literally currently averaging a triple double. Last night might have fucked his numbers up, but he was going into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's a combination of just their them not being. They don't have the chemistry as a team with with Westbrook. You know, after working on that for a few seasons with Chris Paul. You know, um, mm-hmm. but them them not knowing how to integrate Westbrook, but then also. Just Westbrook uh, isn't as strong of a player as it as he seems on paper, and and it's a, he can be exposed at times. Like um, his, I personally think probably still right now at this moment that Chris Paul is a better defender than Russell Westbrook is. Chris, oh here we go, hot take. Yeah. Chris Paul equals Paul. better defender <laughs> than uh, than Russell Westbrook. Okay. Is that currently um, or all time? Oh, all time definitely. All but, time definitely. Just because uh, of steals. Yeah. yeah. And and just but the only the only argument you can make there, I feel, is for currently is just that CP3 is like getting up there in age. Um yes. but man, he he doesn't do many stupid things and he plays sound defense. Like when he was at his peak, like physically. He was possibly the best defensive point guard. Like uh, he just does so many other things on the other side of the ball that I don't think that gets talked about when you talk about him as much. Yeah, it's stuff that you don't see in the statue. You mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like Westbrook, uh, because of that, Westbrook, I don't think is as interested in in playing defense like that. Um, is he only a- trying? Is he only trying to get stats? Is it? Is it? Are, are you on team? Uh, team russell westbrook is only out to pad his stats i think i am like um i don't know i don't think he's playing like that on purpose uh or at least not right now with the rockets because this is a big 
change and an opportunity for him to like do something on a on a championship contender and he's got his boy James Harden. So I don't think he's going to play like that with them. But you know, it's hard to change your your tendencies and stuff, your habits like after you get used to doing one thing a certain way for so mm. long and you feel like you're successful at it. But I mean, there's so many there's so many times where I feel like uh he's got like nine assists and it's like the fourth quarter and he's not <laughs> not going to shoot anymore. Yeah. He just won't shoot until he gets yeah. that assist or like uh I really do feel like um the rest of the thunder would help him like box people they would box out their man but like let him come in and get the board you know you think uh, somebody on the sidelines of oklahoma city would have been like uh yeah this dude comes up to me and asks what his stat line is all the time like throughout the game <laughs> he could, he normally starts about the middle of the third quarter to see where he is and then uh he just goes from there <laughs> like like who like like who who is he asking? Like who who do you like? How do you find out your stats? I mean, is he, you think he's keeping track of it in his head? Well, they they have uh, statisticians right there on the side. Like if right. they want, if they want, right. they can find out. But I would um, think as a coach, you're like, you know, I don't want you guys even talking to the statistician at all. It's not important what your stats yeah. are. It's a team game. And then so somebody's got to like out Russell. What Russell Westbrook has to be over there. Like, okay, how many assists do I need? And, you know, and then he goes out there and it's just like pass, pass, pass all the time. Like he's like wide open, still looking for a pass. Yeah, it's like, man, it, it's tough because he he's a fucking badass and he he's like a yeah. warrior out there. He fights so hard. But um, I don't know. I just feel like. um we fell in love with the numbers, like with the triple doubles and it's so impressive, but it's, but it's doesn't, it doesn't tell the full story of what's happening on the court. And sure. like, uh, just because you got a triple double doesn't mean you're going to win. Um, also true. Yeah. If, if anything, you, you might need to be in a different situation where like, if you have to get a triple double every game and that's what the way your team is operating you might be doing too much. <laughs> like uh, you yeah. maybe yeah. you know work with your guys a little bit together. <laughs> like, and that's what he needs to do with with this team. And um, I think those it's just going to be weird for them as it has shown to be so far. Hmm. Harden is also not one hundred percent on top of his shit right now. Uh, for some reason, he seems to have started the season a little rusty which is pretty funny because he had 59 points the other day. Truth. Just the, the way it looks and stuff like that, though, he just seems like he's uh, kind of slowly getting into it. He's, he's off to a bit of a slow start as far as uh, the efficiency, you know. As, a, as, 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 a, as an impartial NBA observer, I would say that's an interesting fact. As someone who has a favorite team, I'm like – fuck james harden i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah good yeah. good i'm so tired of his dumb beard getting in people's way and like take popping those three pointers right in some dude's face that look impossible to make yeah <sighs> his beard is looking a little floofier a little floofier than uh than normal as well yeah he may want to oil that bad boy up a little bit yeah put a little oil in there uh he's gotta do something i don't know they asked mike d'antoni like are you guys in trouble and he's like, uh, he's like, I don't think we're in trouble, but I think we're in trouble if we think we're in trouble. Oh, wait, is that what he really said? That's what he said. Yeah, that's I, thought, what he said. I thought I thought you were going to make your own Mike D'Antoni quote there. <laughs> nah. But, uh, wow. That's uh, that's one of those that's one of those d- the deflection quotes, I think. 
Yeah, he says he doesn't think they're in trouble, but he thinks they would be if they think that they are. So he's like, uh, you know, it can't see you if you don't move type type of philosophy. <laughs> like, uh, they're going to be like fucking two and 80 and he's going to be and he's just going to be like, I think we're as long as we still believe we're making the playoffs. Yeah, then I we mean, are. You may see two and 80. I see 80 and two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see what happens with that, man. But I gotta say, obviously what it, it, I would think this after that game, but man, it, they don't seem the same as they did with Chris Paul. And I kind of feel like that may have been a mistake that maybe Harden and, and Paul should have tried to like bury the hatchet, you know, and like, and fucking move on and still be teammates because I am not sure how this is going to work with with him and Westbrook. I, I don't think it is going to work. I think they're going to start looking for some midseason trades uh, and just moving. I, I mean, if they get to the trade deadline and they're like 500, I mean, I think uh, I think they'll they're looking to they'll look to move some assets. And the, I mean, they, they may. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they want to give up on the whole James Harden thing. Um but uh, at some point, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm, I was kind of having thoughts. I mean, because I know they talked about you know it's all that trade talk about uh, Clint Capella and all the, all these other guys, and, and I, I don't know. Just uh, maybe they'll still stick with Westbrook and Harden through the rest of the year, no matter what. I just think like they they have to make some kind of big shakeup or something if the if the team isn't performing this season. Yeah, they're gonna have to try to pry somebody loose, like a third guy uh somehow but uh they're pretty it's like who's stuck. out there though yeah i don't really know who's out there like beal was a guy and he just got like locked the fuck up uh, he, yeah. he ex- extended his contract i think two seasons or something yeah um but really though also the hardens or harden well shit harden too but westbrook and harden's contracts are so fucking massive so, they are um Tough they're to definitely move. yeah they're gonna be stuck with westbrook for a while um so yeah it's a interesting position they find themselves in and plus uh what's his name the guy who tweeted at china he's not he's not the type to like just give up uh so easily so he'll 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 make some moves around westbrook and harden and then uh you know just be like well we're 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 running with this that's all there is to it yeah he's creative he's one of the better gms in the league i feel uh i also love how now he's just what's his name the guy who tweeted about (laughs) china Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we forgot about him quick and the China thing really quick. Yeah, I mean that shit is still ongoing. Uh, it it is. it's interesting on a on a semi related note to that. Uh, the whole big fear with that is that if if the NBA loses the revenue from China, that it's gonna it could result in the salary cap lowering. Yes. Because they it's based on projections of revenue and stuff. Mm-hmm. And another interesting little tidbit I, I learned recently, um, but this remains to be seen if this will actually matter or not, but I thought it was kind of neat, is uh, the Warriors, right? Uh, the okay. Warriors make a lot more money than almost every other team. And all of that money gets goes into the collective uh what they call the basketball related income um okay which factors into how they figure out the salary cap now 
if the Warriors are just going to be all of a sudden the shittiest team in the league, uh, that could have implications for the money of the other teams as well. Because now they're not making as much. Yeah, as a whole, the league as a whole. So, I, as I understand it, the only reason they're one of the most um, they have the most money in the league is because they had that old arena for so long, and now they have the new Chase Center that they're playing in. So now they're back to like like they had paid off. They literally paid off the old arena, so they weren't paying like you know like rent there. You know what I yeah, mean, as yeah. it were. So now they have this new Chase Center in San Francisco, and I feel like they're going to be broke anyways. And they're charging yeah. a lot for tickets this year. And it's like, nobody's like, I'm not going to see these, these, uh, these punk guys. like, uh, uh, Curry's got a broken hand. And then, uh, you know, so Draymond found out that Curry was trying to call out sick to this bet, to this bad company. And so he's like, Oh, I'm gonna try calling out sick too. And he hurt, hurt his, uh, hurt one of his fingers or something. Yeah. And so sick days now. Yeah. You know, he's using his sick days cause he knows the team sucks. And so, um, yeah, and then they're trying to charge like all this money for tickets because they got this new stadium to pay for. So all of a sudden, uh, shit's turned on them pretty quickly. Yeah. They're gonna have to get like second jobs. Like Steph Curry's working <laughs> at like an AM PM somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's not even. <laughs> Draymond's got like a Chipotle hat on and shit. <laughs> you want extra guac for? <laughs> Fucking seventy five, seventy five cents. <laughs> oh my god, he's over there. He's over there kicking other employees in the balls and saying it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just my natural burrito bowl motion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> like you don't kick your legs out when you roll a burrito, man. Come on, man, be real. Everybody kicks their legs out with make a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. They could potentially be the shittiest team now, like straight up. Like the did you see that game they recently played where uh <laughs> fucking one player, oh, Terry Rozier on the Hornets. Yeah. May he makes more money than their entire starting lineup on the Warriors. Are you serious? Yeah, because it was all like G League guys and and no name rookies and shit. That's crazy. Terry Rozier, of all people. And he almost had a triple-double that game. Yeah, it was Scary Terry at his finest. Fucking, yeah, but that's that's nuts, man. Like, they're, this is the this is the price you pay, you know, like, for, like, five years of dominance. Now, the dudes they're putting out there now are, like, uh, this is, like, abysmal. It is. I mean, you're right. It is the price you pay. Um, but also... They were sort of living in the moment during the, this. Well are, well, are we saying they're like over? Like, there's no more championships for them in the near future? No, there, there's an, there's a way out of this scenario. Yeah, uh, but, okay. uh, but I'll let you uh, continue with yours. Well, okay. So what I was gonna say, like, if they're done, like, then this previous little dynasty thing that they they were working on, um, they were making a lot of decisions about you know the team. They were like, lock this guy down. Like we haven't been good for a long time. Now we're winning championships. Lock this guy down. They were being aggressive by getting Durant and and even getting going after D'Angelo Russell. I felt it was a really aggressive move. They're like, listen, we haven't been this good in a while. Let's make sure we keep like Steph Curry around, surround him with with talent as often as we can. And you know because it was what forty. We had a forty year drought in between championships. So you know. 
I, I appreciate that. Like I can imagine being that, that GM who's like, listen, uh, we're not going to go back to being mediocre. I want to be good for a long time. L- let's, let's sign this guy. Let's sign this guy. Let's keep this guy around. And, uh, but now you're right. Yeah. With injuries and a new stadium, uh, it's looking kind of bleak. Yeah. They're, they're top guys who are all injured. You know, they make so much money that you're left with, this pile of scraps you know that um mm. there's a few players in there that i mean these guys are talented players but they're not it's not fucking steph clay and dre which is like that's what you need that's right. what they expect to have um i've heard a lot of people make parallels to the year that the spurs tanked um the season before they drafted tim duncan which fucking okay. basically oh, okay okay yeah they tank that one year which seems like literally people have lived and died in the time since then but Oof. like um fucking that one year of tanking though they drafted tim duncan and then they've basically they're basically still on like a run of success based off that alone sure Helped um, by having uh, popovich as their coach but yeah 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 agreed. so you know hypothetically let's say they just fucking throw in the towel this season and then get a really nice draft pick and a, and a nice player. This that is the Warriors pl- you're talking about. Yeah. The Warriors, yeah. that player could then come into the next season with fucking Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Draymond, you know, and they could be sneakily fucking like right back where they, where they were. Do like they change, title. do they change their minds on Steve Kerr though? No, I think I think that time was coming. This season was going to be like a, a test for him. Um, but now that everybody's hurt, you can't really judge that accurately. You know, um, that's true. So, OK, well, then my question to you is, do you give up on Steve Kerr? Like, do you think he really was the coach of the year type guy that he that they named him this whole time? Well, we'll have to see. Like, um, I, I wouldn't give up on him this season. I would try to I would be aiming for what I was just saying, get that pick, integrate that player in with the guys and and have everyone to be healthy next season. And then based on his performance next season, that's probably what I would use to um, to evaluate, like whether or not he needs to still be the coach. Um, but, you know, it's it's just been weird for him because I do think he's a good coach, but it's hard to tell when you see shit like um do you remember when he had his back surgery and luke walton coached the team i do and uh, he did pretty well i think they went like 23 and one yeah that like was the year they four and oh or some shit that, that that was the 73 and nine season i believe yeah so yeah. based off that little thing everyone's like oh man like luke walton like what a great coach you know and yeah, then and he then- gets the la job yeah. but then you know he gets lebron out of there and then he signed, I think it was a three or four year deal with the Kings. And the fucking Kings are like the most disappointing team right now. Yeah, very disappointing. They're li- they're players. Their roster is so fucking cool. Like uh, Buddy and Fox and Bagley, even though I think Bagley might be injured. Uh, but still, they, they have an interesting squad. And Luke Walton's over there kind of like running them into the ground like... Um, they they have not done as well as they should so that tells me maybe being the coach of the warriors fucking crazy thought here but it might not have been the hardest thing in the world 
Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'm always looking for some some reason to like shit on Steve Kerr because they everybody out here is like, yeah, we still we, we we won the championship because we got this guy and this guy and this guy. I'm like, okay, I agree with that. And and also the coach of the year, Steph Kerr. I'm like, eh, is he really though? Like, is he real? Like, he just inherited like basically. Uh, I hate to say it, but uh, Mark, um, geez. I'm, I'm about to what's his name this situation too uh the former point guard the guy who coached them right before steve kerr yeah, yeah mark jackson mark jackson yeah he basically inherited like mark jackson's little pet project there like mark jackson kind of had them like he had finally put them in the play if i remember correctly he put them in the playoffs for the first time in like a few years and so everybody was like oh wow so mark jackson's doing pretty well and then all of a sudden he was out steve kerr got in and they improved to be like a like a, a championship team but I feel like Mark Jackson already had them on that that trajectory. It's true. Then he was on TV, fucking awkwardly doing the commentary for Warriors games, yes. like and just like, well, you know, Steph Curry, I think is bad for basketball because well, yeah. <laughs> he was like getting all petty and shit. Um, so with that whole transition between Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr, a lot of people, I w- I would imagine if I was a Warriors fan. And I was listening to this conversation. I would point to um, Steve Kerr recognizing that Draymond Green was a talented player and needed to be in the starting lineup, which definitely was a catalyst in them becoming as dominant as they. That's became, fair. Yeah, right? that's fair. And Mark Jackson didn't do that. And Mark Jackson, I'm pretty sure, had Draymond coming off the bench, and he liked to start. Um, fucking, uh, they had Bogut or Bogut, but then they also had. Um, what the fuck am I thinking of? Big tall oh, white geez. guy. Uh um <laughs> uh, uh damn it. Uh, uh Pachulia? No, it's not it's like Oh, 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 I know. He played for Oh, the- David, David Lee. Yes, David he played Lee. for the Celtics too. Oh, yes, okay, oh, I got oh, it. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, hey, what up more name? <laughs> um yeah, David Lee would uh, start. And Draymond come off the bench, right? So people would be like, yeah, so you see, like, Steve Curry's just a fucking genius. Like, he came in there, yeah. he saw that that was an issue, and you he sound like all it. You sound like all of the fans out here. Oh, my yeah, God. Hey, check out my podcast, by the way. I just started a podcast, <laughs> and let me know if you want to invest in my startup. All right, man. Um, but oh, man. in reality, Steve Kerr didn't make that change because he's like a fucking basketball guru. He made that change because David Lee got hurt. David Lee got hurt and then he he put Draymond in his place, which was a logical move. And then it was like, oh shit, should have been doing this the whole time. And then the rest (laughs) is history. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like the coach of the year thing, like somebody like thought this out and, and, and like really like puts, and then, then I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. But then there's like an instinct part of me. That's like, I don't think Steve Kerr is that good. Like you could give coach of the year to, to Popovich, like, on years even when they don't win the championship sometimes just because it's like yeah like he does what he does without a lot of talent on the team and like drags into the playoffs and i mean you can give coach of the year to almost anybody and sometimes it's like they just handed this to like steve kerr just because he got them to a certain point i just don't feel i mean especially and and now you're mentioning the luke walton thing and i almost forgot about that that he coached part of that 73 and 9 season Ugh, i don't know Oh well, it's it's uh it's all it's also very quiet out here now because they're so bad. Everybody's like all of a sudden they're doing it's that it's that Homer Simpson gif where like uh, he's standing outside the bush and then he goes into the bush and comes back out. So they're going in with their like Warriors hats on and they come out with their 49ers hats on because the 49ers are like undefeated. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Not they're a... all just like uh, the Warriors. Such a great film. Uh, oh gosh, seventy nine. What a year. <laughs> seventy nine. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, the, the Kings and Luke Wallian will just, I don't know what's going to happen there, but it it's fucking crazy. This man has like years and years on this deal. He just fucking signed this shit. Already, they're just, people are like, this guy's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but my dad. You guys hate my dad. <laughs> it's uh I mean, I can imagine being a Kings fan and like looking at that and being so excited. Even after they lost, like uh, you know, your your favorite guy, uh Collie Stein. But um Trillion. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean I, they get so excited because last year they almost make the playoffs and everything, and then ugh. Now this is happening. Yeah. It's Gross. still super early, and we're doing that thing where we're like throwing out the oh, really, yeah. really hot yeah. takes. That's, yeah, that's like the funnest shit to be doing now, though. It is, yeah. You know? Like, it's so funny. Like in the first couple of weeks, there's always somebody like, uh, you know, um, like is Danny Green the the best player in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> well, he he did outscore LeBron in that game where they won. <laughs> somebody comes in with some take like that, and ugh. did you see? Uh, the fight between Embiid and Towns. Yes, and I absolutely love it. Anytime I can see Philadelphia just imploding from within, I'm I'm absolutely I I just love it. You 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 love to see it. You really do. Yeah, they. Uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say it was an implosion, but um, I I do think that um, Embiid. You know, that's not something you want him to be doing regularly. No. Um, but it does kind of seem like both fan bases took this as a positive thing. Uh, they did show Embiid after the game. He did the the Rocky pose and the fans went fucking nuts, obviously. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So um, we shouldn't be looking in fighting at, at fighting in the NBA as a positive thing. But I agree. I do, I do like when a fight happens. They try to just swing it that way. So. Yeah, it's funny. NBA fights are so phony. Like, uh, <laughs> there was like some fucking grappling. It was like wrestling was really it what was happening. Nothing. Yeah. And then they were trying. They were trying to decide if they wanted to uh, suspend Ben Simmons too because he was putting like a chokehold on 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 somebody. <laughs> yeah, and I'm uh, like, okay, I, I think that's a little much. I, I, you know, I think it was uh, Shams from like yeah. uh, the Athletic or whatever the fuck he's with these days. Um, he tweeted that like both sides saw Ben Simmons as a peacemaker and that he was calming down Carl Anthony Towns with his arms, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. Like, uh, I'm just going to put a fucking chokehold on somebody and, and just be like, yeah, I'm just relaxing you with my arms, bro. Shh, quiet, yeah. quiet. I'm just calming you. Shh. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of surprised they only got two games apiece. Uh, yeah, normally those fights are like, you know, I don't know, a week or something like that. Yeah, I feel like the, you know, riling up of the crowd and like uh, kind of the, literally the only person on earth, it felt like, who thought that that this should not be happening and it's fucking stupid was Horford. Just sitting yes. there like a fucking disappointed father. <laughs> He's on the sidelines with his arms crossed, just shaking his head. 
Yeah, but other than that, like the whole crowd, like every everybody, and then uh, on social media afterwards, it was like this big hoopla of just like hooray, like fights, and um, I would have thought that the you know going at it even afterwards, like online and all that, and riling up the crowd, I would have thought that the NBA would not have liked that, but them only giving them two games, you know, is probably just because nobody oh, really punched yeah. anyone. You got a little conspiracy theory going here. Like, uh, well, like, yeah. like you think the NBA is kind of okay with fights? Like they want to, like they're trying well, to steal hockey fans or something? I don't think they're okay with fights, but they certainly sent a message that they weren't, they didn't really mind this as much. This is your second hot take. Holy shit. Um, because it was just kind of fun. Like, uh, somebody like kind of got their eye smushed and that's it. You know, I it wasn't that that was it fun. wasn't like Rudy T getting put in his fucking face getting shattered. You know, like, I can uh, still I, I can still picture that. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. But, you know, Philly fans, uh, they're undefeated. They're going up against Phoenix today. Oh, um, I can't wait. Philly fans felt good because it's like, hey, like it's Philly, baby. Like this is what we do. We're tough and all that bullshit. <laughs> um, whereas uh, T-Wolves fans, are, they liked it because Towns has uh, fucking, for lack of a better term, has has been kind of soft and he's kind of been a soft little bitch. Yeah, they but, like seeing him uh, with a little emotion. Yeah, yeah. He, he seemed, to, yeah, him doing that is like, oh, like this is not the same guy that we've seen, and he's a guy that could use to be a little more assertive out there, a little more aggressive. So uh, you know, you don't want him fucking putting opposing centers in headlocks and relaxing them with his arms <laughs> all the time. But it is nice to see him stick up for himself a little bit. I like but, the yeah. idea of, of like a uh, Latrell Sprewell and Ben Simmons opening up their own massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just walks out with fucking raging headaches. Just like, oh, fuck. Just calming you with my arms, bro. (laughs) Um, But yeah, speaking of Philly being undefeated, uh, they're going up against the Suns. And like, I got to fucking apologize to the Suns. Like a little, at least a little. I don't think they're going to keep this up. You got to give those guys credit. I mean, you got to give them credit. Without DeAndre Ayton, what they're doing, like after what they did last season. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing, they look uh, like a real team. Fucking Kaminsky putting in like uh, useful <laughs> minutes and stuff. Useful uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I kind of shot on him and like, I'll take it back. Like, all right, man. Like, y- y'all, y'all go do your thing. They got shot on hard last season. And now they're like the darlings of this season. I mean, it is, it, I'll say it again, just to caution. We are still early. They could have had just some, like lucky, like early season victories here. So I still think they're going to be trash. I'm with you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Your, your apology is out the window. <laughs> um, no, but they they've turned heads here, and I'm I'm going to be rooting for them tonight to be Philly. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm, I just root for Philly to lose typically, but if if Phoenix can do it, that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I'm not super hard on like fuck Philadelphia. Um, mainly because they got my boy Josh Richardson this year, and like Fair. I, I can't Fair. completely hate that, but I don't like that they haven't lost yet. Like, let's let's yeah. get down back down to earth here. <laughs> um, yeah, and maybe Devin Booker and the Suns will fucking will make it happen. I'll keep an eye on it for sure. It's uh, I mean, yeah, 
it's good to see Phoenix doing well. Uh, and I like, and like, like you said, your boy, Josh Richardson and Al Horford is there, of course. And I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him do well, but he man, he just picked the wrong team to do well on. <laughs> yeah. For Yeah, it's true. Should have went out West so we could just watch him neutrally. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Fucking... that was a non-apology apology, and uh, we'll just forget that it ever happened. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it's like I I bumped into them at like Starbucks or some shit. And I'm just like, hey man, like I'm really sorry about what I said, you know. And then they leave. The apology accepted. So do we trash they... though? Yeah, exactly. As soon as they walk out the door, like oh, bitch ass, garbage ass, fucking missing the playoffs ass. <laughs> uh, who goes to Starbucks and gets tea, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> fucking Tivana ass. Um, did you see Lakers Mavericks overtime game? Absolutely epic. Uh, to see um those two guys. Uh, I I just want to say they got a triple double. They everybody keeps mentioning that it's like a thirty ten and fifteen triple double, which is a it's amazing that they keep that stat. But the more the more they mention it, the more it just seems like a very obscure stat. Um, but it's it's still awesome that two guys of that caliber both got triple doubles on the same side of an overtime game. Yeah, like they're always like cherry picking stats just to look for like exclusivity. Like yeah. how how much do we adjust these numbers until these are the only guys? This is the first yeah. time this has ever happened, y'all. Like <laughs> that's um, all they're looking for is the first time anything has ever happened in any game. Yeah, I think Luca was like the first guy to do like uh, 29, 13 rebounds, 15 assists back to back, like at least those totals. Oh, really? Ever. ever just straight up. Well, shit, I'm um, back in now. Because, <laughs> because um, <laughs> um, yeah, both him and LeBron followed up that game with uh repeat performances like they both went on to have triple doubles in their in the following luca uh, is do you think I, I read an article on luca or not an article but maybe just somebody's sort of like opinion piece do you think that we think luca is better than he really is because he's white like if he were if he were black and doing what he does he we would just think he's another pretty good player but i think everybody puts him like a step above because he's white do you think that's happening i gotta say the nano on that one. Oh, Club you don't Hootie think so Tang. yeah no he's he's <laughs> good man he's fucking good like he is uh, good yeah you see what lebron told him after the game he was like uh, yeah he was just like you keep doing you you bad motherfucker or whatever yeah, yeah, and cool. and luke is like thank you <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you uh no i i I think his his game speaks for itself. I think he could be fucking Cambodian. It, it wouldn't matter. It doesn't. I don't think it matters that he's. Um, it's definitely in a weird way. Like for Dallas, it's kind of funny because yes. you know, remember when they had Nash and Dirk? Yes, and they were like the two most bad, the fucking baddest white baddest guys, white dudes the, in the league. Yeah, yeah. And now they got him and Porzingis. Yes, who are probably the two baddest white dudes in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. so it's just kind of funny, like historically, but uh, but no, man, I, I think he deserves the the hype, and I also think it, it's hard to to tell because we're so early and he was so good last season but i think he kind of took a leap already it looks like he's better than before yeah he and, is for um, sure 
Whereas last season it was like, he's a rookie. Should he make the all-star game? Like a lot of rookies don't make the all-star game, blah, blah, blah. Now it's a whole nother conversation. It's like, is he the best player in the NBA? Like he, yeah. he's in that conversation. He is. Um, um, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you're right with Kawhi Leonard, but uh, it, I think that kind of is hands down Kawhi Leonard at the moment, but yeah, you're, you're, I'm fine I agree. with that. And he's yeah. probably going to be like a unanimous all-star this season. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. he just elevated to that next tier. Like, um, is he a serious like contender for best player in the NBA? Like on some nights, but yeah, for right sure. now, right now he's that's a little early for all that. But like he's putting himself into that talk. Whereas, um, you know, last year as a rookie, he was just like, wow, oh my god, this is crazy that a rookie is doing this. Um, he he seemed to have taken a, a bit of a leap. Um. So yeah, no, I'm 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 a Luca stan. Fucking Malin Hollow Luca. God I think he's <laughs> for real as fuck. I, I, I agree. And um putting um I, I was kind of hoping that um putting Porzingis on the team wouldn't water down his game, but it hasn't. So it's that's fine. And I think uh I mean, hot take, they could be eighth seed. And we said that last episode, but yeah, they they could be eighth seed in the West, I think. So yeah, they're and, they're and, gonna win some games. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh they're off to a decent start, you know, four and two. Um, it's just that West is really difficult, man. Like, wide open. But the Lakers are of course number one at the moment, which I think is no accident, just because too much goddamn talent on the team. Yeah, they're playing very well. They're playing better than than I thought they would, to be honest. Um LeBron it seems like uh LeBron's okay with Anthony Davis being like the man, so, which is like, what we all thought would happen. Like he was going to take the back seat a little bit. You know what I mean? He's still yeah, kind it of makes sense. Yeah. He's, he's more of a, at his age, he's a lead from behind guy now. So, you know, it's, hey, let, let, I'm a lead from yeah. behind guy my whole life. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? hey. <laughs> no, um, I think so though. Um, but one little interesting wrinkle in that is that I've seen some people speaking about is like, he seems to be trying harder on defense. Like uh, the last few years, he's been like a master of like, okay, when can I get a little break here in this game? Like sure. while he's playing. Um, whereas this year, I don't know if he's going to do this all year, but he's like playing defense. And when he tries to play defense, it's fucking scary. It's like, weird. Uh, it's weird to see it from him this early in the season. It is weird. It is yeah. weird, but maybe, you know, uh, he got a little taste of what it's like to be trash like last season. And so he's like, nah, we're going to start this off on the right. note, like set the yeah. tone, like uh, be an example for everyone else. Like, cause, cause they underachieved last year. Oh yeah. And he, he had his most serious injury. I think of his career as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, he sees the opportunity in front of him. Um, there's really not, any nothing like the opponents he's had to go up against in the last five years or whatever like mm -hmm. so he i think he sees that and he's he's fucking going after it um also dwight howard man he's playing great i'm happy for him it's tough for me to say that but i'm happy for him like you know it's just good that, i'm glad he's got his shit together and then he's like taking things seriously now yeah i agree um lebron called him superman after the game um recently and everyone was like oh shit like here comes Shaq Shaq's gonna like uh, get on him but then Shaq uh tweeted out like congratulations Superman or whatever like I'm proud of you sure 
So like they they you know everybody seems to be happy for the guy. Yeah, it's I'm 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 it's tough. I, I hated on him for so long because I thought he was just kind of wasting his talent so much with just like being a clown all the time, um, and all the drama he caused in Orlando, and then went to L.A. and Houston and whatever, and Washington and Charlotte and Atlanta. Jeez, I can't, I'm uh, I can't believe how many teams I could remember there. But yeah, yeah, um, just like his fucking shoulders are huge and he's got like this crazy like natural abilities and stuff and uh just yeah. you know Which, uh, he also uh now that you mentioned his shoulders he seems to have <laughs> changed his body like uh, so? yeah he he looks like he's just eaten like vegan and stuff like he just looks really really lean he doesn't um bill simmons was saying this on on one of his recent episodes that like um you don't you don't often see this version of like an old star like sometimes you'll get like the fatter guy and now he plays maybe a couple positions up, you know, like uh like Boris Dio and now he's playing center. Yeah, you yeah. Know, or something like that. <laughs> um you don't you don't often see like big super fucking dominant paint athlete guy now all of a sudden be like slim, kind of fit, like running up and down the court. Um he he just seems like uh he he may have adjusted his body to try to like you know lengthen his career which which is yeah smart. a lot of players are realizing that I mean they're doing I mean the amount of money that LeBron spends in the offseason just to stay in shape is from what I heard pretty out of hand um so I don't know what tacos he's eating on Tuesday but uh, they must be have something in him he's oh, he's yeah. yeah he uh he he spends a lot of money in the offseason just to stay in shape. I mean, it's, it's, you know, people are that that's, that's the thing now. I mean, extend your career, you know, stay in the league as long as you can make that money and then get out, you know? So hot take here. Um, it's the third so one like, possibly. Dwight, Dwight Howard was like fucking dominant um, MVP candidate, uh, defensive player of the year, led the magic to the finals, fucking yes. beat LeBron in a series. Yes. Um, Great. That was, all so long ago, you know, and then uh, he went through all the fucking dusty trail of defeat through all these little one and done teams. Um, him coming back to the Lakers, is he low key kind of like uh, in the new Star Wars when like Harrison Ford shows up and shit and it's and Han Solo shows up, but he's like, ah, like I'm too old for this shit. And the, and the Millennium Falcons all dusty and shit like uh <laughs> Oh man! Uh, as far as analogies go, I don't know about uh, putting Harrison Ford with Dwight Howard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe not. That he, maybe he wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he <laughs> might have I mean, to adjust that one. He's definitely like sort of a. Uh, I guess you could. Boy, you, you could say though, kind of a wow. Actually, when you put it like this, he is kind of a living legend, as in. He's still he's a veteran in the league now, and his early on career was pretty awesome, right? The, yeah. well, the way you put it, that that Cleveland series, uh, going to the finals twice in a row, or just one time, but yeah, or one time. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of yeah, the Lakers that that beat them, but yeah, okay, yeah, it's just the one time. But um, yeah, they were competing with Boston, you know, for like dominance in the East for those few years too. So like. Yeah, that's, I mean, when you put it that way, I guess you can kind of say that, but... Uh, He's like a dusty old hero that, like, uh, kind of faded out almost to the point where people thought he was so washed up that you'd never see him again. How and, old is uh, he, though? He's he's not that old because he came out of high school, but he's got yeah. he's got mileage. He does have some mileage, yeah, that's true. 
He's had some deep playoff runs and stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's Hot interesting. Cake. Yeah, I, I, I guess you could call him that. I don't know. I, I still don't see him as like you know the old wise like I'm you know yeah. like calmer. He's not. Like, he's not wise though. That's the thing. You know, it's like uh, Han Solo. You know, he's like he might have an alcohol issue. You know what I mean? <laughs> Low key, he might be abusing Chewbacca, but nobody wants to talk about it. Like uh, he's like not shaved. <laughs> Um, yeah, Dwight Howard will be 34 in about a month. Okay, so he's getting up there, but he's not, uh, yeah, he's not uh, terribly old. He's still, he can still put in a few more years. But that's yeah. a, that, was a, that was a pretty big Lakers move to get him, though. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, you want to be proud and shit and be like, no, fuck Dwight Howard. Like, he came here and fucked shit up last time, but they're just like, all right. Yeah, you still, yeah. <laughs> you still want to forgive him, too. Like, he's a serviceable center still. Um, and you're, you're right about the whole, like looking thinner thing. I just noticed. Yeah. He's, uh, he looks leaned out a little bit. So yeah. Boys looking good. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you know, I think, I think, uh, this is pretty solid. I think we've, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you and whatnot. I would like to, uh, take a look at the games that are slated for tonight and, um, do a little me versus you who's gonna win and then the next Ooh. time we talk see, see what happens that's really good okay um, uh let me pull up the uh the slate here let me put up this pull up the slate here family i got you so uh pistons at wizards pistons wizards wizards are another solid disappointment and detroit is well i'm kind of surprised to see them at three and four to be honest um although yeah. d rose has been balling and, and Andre Drummond has been having some games too. Um, what's the what's the uh, what's the line? I don't know. I don't even want to go. I don't even want to get that serious. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, just, okay. I think I'm going Pistons on this one. I'm going Washington in the upset. Actually, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. That's the thing. I don't know how much of an upset it would be. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I think I'm going with the Pistons on this one. Like I'm uh, saying, I'm saying upset just based on the record. Word. All right. So then we got yeah. Pelicans Nets. Pelicans Nets. Um, okay. Kyrie having some issues there already. Um, we should have we should have dug into him a little bit actually. But um Kyrie having some issues uh already. There his uh his drama's coming out. Uh New Orleans is one in five, a little bit of a disappointing start, although their awesome rookie is injured. I'm going, I'm ta- it's in Brooklyn though. They're playing on that Schindler's List basketball court. I'm, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Brooklyn on this one. All right, I'm glad because I'm going Pelicans. Ooh, purely based on uh, I think they're better than their record is. I also agree. And with that. I think just mathematically, law of averages, that's they're fucking due. You know, like uh, they beat due for a win. Yeah, they. I think they may. They may have beat the Warriors recently or someone, but it was like not that big of a deal. Um, but I, I could see them pulling this win out just because like they can't lose them all. Like, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would give both of those teams the same exact record. And then so it's bigger for the Pelicans to get that than I I I'm still going Brooklyn on this one. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on Kyrie and he might just show out. All right. Plus, then we got plus, who can guard yeah. him. Yo, that's true. Nobody except the the fucking you know curvature of the earth yeah that that, that fucks up every time <laughs> um so rockets grizzlies i'm going rockets here they they this is perfect for them to get their morale back 
beat up on on you know a young team like the Grizzlies. Boy, uh, Grizzlies are young, and so that's where I see Harden's experience being awesome. Yes. I will say uh, Westbrook is probably not going to. That helps your decision. He's not going to be there. Yeah. Mm. Boy, I, I'll go with Houston then. Actually. Yeah. Right. Because they're going to win because Westbrook's not there, and then they're going to yeah. be like, "Oh fuck, what's going is this on?" The, yeah. Is this the? Oh well, well, so we can win without him. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. All right. Bucks T Wolves. Bucks T Wolves. Interesting game. Minnesota four and one. That's uh. That could be could be a fluke. Could be a, a fluke of Donkic, but uh, but uh, <laughs> but. But who knows? They might actually be good too, because I mean they have a fair amount of talent. Bucks four and two. Giannis is up against Towns, most likely. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Minnesota on this one. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think Milwaukee. I think they're not going to be as good as people think. I feel that way too. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, overreacting to just this early part of the season. Yes, of course. They they did lose to the Heat without Jimmy and like two or three other players. Yeah, which is a little is is interesting to see. Yeah, um, they're a little weaker. I I think they needed to keep Brogdon, and and they kind of fucked up on that. Brogdon one. was huge. Yeah. Um, still a that, lot of talent, and they're well coached. But that being said, uh, I, I'm fucking shady, dude. I'm grimy. I'm I'm going with Milwaukee. Are you? Because Carl Anthony Towns is fucking suspended. Oh, ah, fuck you. Ah, bullshit. Big <laughs> locked in, man. No taking it back, man. <laughs> we just we just <laughs> talked about that. Oh, uh, damn true. it. Sure. You're you're stuck with that one. So uh Philly. Oh, I, hope that, oh, I really hope these motherfuckers win now. <laughs> yeah. Philly versus Phoenix. I'm going oh, Suns all this day. My favorite team, the Suns. <laughs> I think you uh, you want them to win, uh, I, so I think you're kind of looking at it that way. Um, man, I, I, I also want them to win, but who do I think impartially is going to win? Phoenix is going to be fired the fuck up. They uh, will be. They feel good. I'm going... Um, who handles Philly's big men, though? Ugh. Uh, ah, fuck it. I'm going Phoenix. <laughs> 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 fuck yeah Devin Booker uh, 75 points easy oh, just non-stop that's yeah um, and B's gonna be out you know oh I mean? well hell so so you much know? for big men yeah all yeah. he got is Al Horford now yeah um, and I should have known that based on the last game that we talked about <laughs> yeah so then we got the Blazers and the Warriors I, uh, you know I think that one's pretty easy to see that this Blazers. is, I mean, just looking at the records, I want the Blazers to win, but got to be impartial. Steve Kerr could just outcoach them. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's not jump to conclusions, uh, buddy. He's going to suit up. <laughs> He's going to hit like three threes. I'd love to see that, actually. I'm going to go with the boy, it's in Golden State. I'm going to go with the Warriors on this one. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I like it. yeah I'm going to go with the Warriors on this one. Yeah. All right, I'm going Blazers. Um, all right, so next time we talk, let's see how, how we did. To talk some shit. It's a solid idea. I like that. Um, I'm going to go pick up some weed now. So it's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you. And yes, it has likewise been a pleasure talking to you, Familia. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll catch you later. I'll catch you on the flippy floppy. All righty. <laughs> all right.
<laughs> See ya. <laughs>